Part One of the Frogs by Aristophanes, translated by B. B. Rogers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narrated by Elizabeth Clatt. Dionysus, read by Lambda. Xanthius, read by Elizabeth Clatt. Aeschylus, read by Abe Neiman. Euripides, read by Libby Gone. Heracles, read by Algy Pug. Pluto, read by Alan Mapstone. Chiron, read by Elliot Gage. Aeacus, read by Denny Sayers. A Corpse, read by Todd. Maidservant of Persephone, read by Amanda Friday. Landlady in Hades, read by Abai. Plathane, read by Marmalade Hanna. Chorus of Frogs, read by Anastasia Saloha. Chorus of Initiated Persons, read by M.B. Shall I crack any of those old jokes, Master, at which the audience never fail to laugh? I, what you will, except I'm getting crushed. Fight shy of that. I'm sick of that already. Nothing else smart? I, save my shoulders aching. Oh, come now, that comical joke? With all my heart, only be careful not to shift your pole, and what and vow that you have a belly ache may i not say i am overburdened so that if none ease me i must ease myself for mercy's sake not till i am going to vomit what must i bear these burdens and not make one of the jokes amepsius and lysis and phrynicus and every play they write put in the mouths of all their burden-bearers don't make them no i tell you when i see their plays and hear their jokes, I come away more than twelve months older than I went. Oh, thrice unlucky neck of mine, which now is getting crushed, yet must not crack its joke. Now is not this fine pampered insolence, when I myself, Dionysus, son of Pepkin, toil on a foot, and let this fellow ride, taking no trouble, and no burden bearing? What? don't i bear how can you when you're riding why i bear these how most unwillingly does not the donkey bear the load you're bearing not what i bear myself by zeus not he how can you bear when you're born yourself don't know but anyhow my shoulders aching then since you say the donkey helps you not you lift him up and carry him in turn Oh, hang it all. Why didn't I fight at sea? You should have smarted bitterly for this. Get down, you rascal. I've been trudging on till now I've reached the portal, where I'm going first to turn in. Boy? Boy? I say there, boy? Oh, bang the dar! How like a prancing centaur he drove against it. Mercy of me, what's this? Boy? Yes. Did you observe? What? How alarmed he is? Aye, truly, lest you've lost your wits. Oh, by Demeter, I can't chew it but laugh. Biting my lips won't stop me. Ha, 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 ha. Pray you, come hither. I have need of you. <laughs> I vow I can't help laughing. I can't help it. A lion's hide upon a yellow silk, a club and buskin. What's it all about? Where were you going? I was serving lately aboard the Clisthenes. And fought? And sank more than a dozen of the enemy's ships. You too? We too. And then I awoke, and lo! Thereas, on deck, I'm reading to myself the Andromeda. A sudden pang of longing shoots through my heart. You can't conceive how keenly. How big a pang. A small one, more than size. Caused by a woman? 
No. A boy? No, no. A man? Ha, ha. Was it for Cleisthenes? Don't mock me, brother. On my life I am in a bad way. Such fierce desire consumes me. Aye, little brother, how? I can't describe it, but yet I'll tell you in a riddling way. Have you ever felt a sudden lust for soup? Soup? Zeus a mercy, yes, ten thousand times. Is the thing clear, or must I speak again? Not of the soup, I'm clear about the soup. Well, just that sort of pang devours my heart for lost Euripides. A dead man, too. And no one shall persuade me not to go after the man. Do you mean below, to Hades? And lower still, if there is a lower still. What on earth for? I want a genuine poet, for some are not, and those that are, are bad. What? Does not Eophon live? Well, he is the sole good thing remaining, if even he is good. For even of that I am not exactly certain. If go you must, there's Sophocles, he comes before Euripides. Why not take him? Not till I've tried if Ephon's coin rings true when he is alone, apart from Sophocles. Besides, Euripides, the crafty rogue, will find a thousand shifts to get away. But he was easy here, is easy there. But Agathon, where is he? He has gone and left us. A genial poet, by his friends much missed. Gone where? To join the blessed in their banquets. But what of Xenocles? Oh, he be hanged. Pythangelus? But never a word of me, not though my shoulders chafed so terribly. But have you not a shoal of little songsters, tragedians by the myriad who can chatter a felon faster than Euripides? Those be mere vintage leavings, jabberers, choirs of swallow brutes, degraders of their art, who get one chorus and are seen no more. The muses love once gained. But, oh, my friend, search where you will. You will never find a true creative genius uttering startling things creative how do you mean i mean a man who will dare some novel venturesome conceit air zeph's chamber or time's foot or this twas not my mind that swore my tongue committed a little perjury on its own account you like that style like it i dote upon it I vow it's ribald nonsense, and you know it. Rule not my mind. You've got a house to mind. Really and truly, though, tis paltry stuff. Teach me to dine. But never a word of me. But tell me truly, twas for this I came dressed up to mimic you. What friends received you and entertained you when you went below to bring back Cerebrus in case I need them? And tell me too, the heavens, fountains, shops, roads, resting places, stews, refreshment rooms, towns, lodgings, hostesses, with whom were found the fewest bugs. But never a word of me. You are really game to go? Oh, drop that, can't you? And tell me this. Of all the roads you know, which is the quickest way to go to Hades? I want one not too warm, nor yet too cold. Which shall I tell you first? What shall it be? There's one by rope and bench. You launch away and hang yourself. No, thank you. That's too stifling. Then there's a track, a short and beaten cut, by pestle and mortar. Hemlock, do you mean? Just so. No, that's too deadly cold away. You have hardly stared ere your shins get numbed. Well, would you like a steep and swift descent? Aye, that's the style. My walking powers are small. Go down to the Ceramicus. And do what? Climb to the tower's top pinnacle. And then? Observe the torture started, and when all the multitude is shouting, Let them go! 
Let yourself go. Go with her? To the ground. Oh, that would break my brain's two envelopes. I'll not try that. Which will you try? The way you went yourself. A palace voyage, that. For first you'll come to an enormous lake, a fathomless depth. And how am I to cross? An ancient mariner will row you over in a wee boat so big. The fare's two oboles. Fee! The power two oboles have, the whole world through. How came they thither? Theseus took them down. And next you'll see great snakes and savage monsters in tens of thousands. You needn't try to scare me. I am going to go. Then weltering seas of filth and ever rippling dung, and plunge therein whoso has wronged the stranger here on earth, or robbed his boy-love of the promised pay, or swinged his mother, or profanely smitten his father's cheek, or sworn an oath for sworn, or copied out a speech of Mosimus. There too, but I, should he be plunged, whoever has danced the sword-dance of Kinesias. And next the breath of flutes will float around you, and glorious sunshine, such as ours, you'll see, and myrtle groves and happy bands who clap their hands in triumph, men and women too. And who are they? The happy mystic bands. And I'm the donkey in the mystery show. But I'll not stand it, not one instant longer. Who'll tell you everything you want to know? You'll find them dwelling close beside the road you are going to travel, just at Pluto's gate. And fare thee well, my brother. Unto you, good cheer. To Xanthius. Now, sirrah, pick up the traps. Before I've put them down? And quickly do. No, prithee, no, but hire a body, one they're carrying out on purpose for the trip. If I can't find one? Then I'll take them. Good. And see, they're carrying out a body now. Hello. You there? You dead man? Are you willing to carry our little traps to Hades? What are they? These. Two drachmas for the job? Nay, that's too much. Out of the pathway, you. Beshrew thee. Stop. Maybe we'll strike a bargain. Pay me two drachmas, or it's no use talking. One and a half? I'd life or live again. How absolute the knave is. He be hanged. I'll go myself. You're the right sort, my man. Now to the ferry. Yo up. Layer two. Whatever's that? Why, that's the lake, by Zeus, whereof he spake. And yon's the ferry boat. Poseidon, yes. And that old fellow's Charon. Charon. Oh, welcome. Charon? Welcome, Charon. Who's for the rest from every pain and ill? Who's for the Lethe's plain, the donkey shearings? Who's for Siberia, Tinarum, or the ravens? I. Hurry in. But where are you going, really? In truth, to the ravens? Aye, for your behoof. Step in. Dionysus, to Xanthius. No, lad. A slave? I take no slave, unless... He has fought for his body rights at sea. I couldn't go. I'd got the eye disease. Then fetch a circuit round about the lake. Where must I wait? Beside the withering stone, hard by the rest. You understand? Too well. Oh, what ill omen crossed me as I started. Sit to the oar. Who else for the boat? Be quick. Hi, what are you doing? What am I doing? Sitting on the oar. You told me to, yourself. Now sit you there, you little potgut. So? Now stretch your arms full length before you. So? Come, don't keep fooling. Plant your feet, and now pull with a will. Why? How am I to pull? I'm no oarsman, seaman, salaminian. I can't. You can. Just dip your oar in once. You'll hear the loveliest timing songs. What from? 
Frog swans, most wonderful. Then give the word. Heave ahoy, heave ahoy. Brick kick kick squawks, squawks. Brick kick kick squawks, squawks. We children of the fountain and the lake, let us wake. Our full choir shout as the flutes are ringing out. Our symphony of clear voiced song. The song we used to love in the marshland up above. In praise of Dionysus to produce. Of Nisaean Dionysus, son of Zeus. When the revel tipsy strong, O crapulous and gay, To our preaching crewed along On the holy picture day. Brick-kick-kick-squawks, squawks. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Now I declare I've got a bump upon my rump. Brick-kick-kick-squawks, squawks. But you, perchance, don't care. Brick-kick-kick-squawks, squawks. Hang you, and you're quacksing too. There is nothing but quacks with you. That is right, Mr. Busybody, right, for the muses of the lyre love us well, and Hornfoot Pen who plays on the pipe his jocund ways, and a poor harper bright in our chorus takes delight for the strong reed sake which I grow within my lake to be girdled in his lyre's deep shell. Brick-a-kick-a-kick squawks, squawks. My hands are blistered very sore, my stern below is sweltering so. Will soon, I know, upturn and roar. Brekkekek squawks, squawks. O tuneful race, O prayer give over, O sing no more. Ah, no, ah, no, loud and louder our chant must flow. Sing if ever ye sang of yo, when in sunny and glorious days, through the rush and marsh flag springing, on we swept in the joy of singing myriad divine round delays. Or when fleeing the storm we went down to the depths and our choral song wildly rise to a loud and long bubble bursting accompaniment. Bricky kick squawks, squawks squawks. This timing song I take from you. This is a dreadful thing to do. Much more dreadful if I row till I burst myself, I trow. Bricky kick squawks squawks. Go hang yourselves, for what care I? All the same we shout and cry, stitching all our throats with song, shouting, crying all day long. Bricky kick squawks squawks. In this you will never, never win. This you shall not be seen. No, nor ye prevail over me. Never, never. I will my song shout, if need be, all day long, until I've learned to master your quacks. Bricky kick kicks, quacks, quacks. I thought I'd put a stop to your quacks. Stop. Easy. Take the oar and push her too. Now pay your fare and go. Here it is. Two obols. Xanthias? Where is Xanthias? Is it Xanthias there? Hoy. Hoy. Come hither. Glad to meet you, master. What have you there? Nothing but filth and darkness. But tell me, did you see the parasites and perjured folk he mentioned? Didn't you? Poseidon, yes. Why, look. Pointing to the audience. I see them now. What's the next step? We'd best be moving on. This is the spot where Heracles declared those savage monsters dwell. Oh, hang the fellow. That's all his bluff. He thought to scare me off, the jealous dog, knowing my plucky ways. There is no such swaggerer lives like Hercules. Why, I would like nothing better than to achieve some bold adventure, worthy of our trip. I know you would. Hello, I hear a noise. Where? What? Behind us, there. Get you behind. No, it's in front. Get you in front, directly. Oh, and now I see the most ferocious monster. Oh, what's it like? Like everything by turns. Now it's a bull. Now it's a mule. And now the loveliest girl. Oh, where? I'll go and meet her. It's ceased to be a girl. It's a dog now. It is Impusa? Well, its face is all ablaze with fire. Has it a copper leg? A copper leg, yes. One, and one of cow dung. Oh, whither shall I flee? Oh, whither I? My priest, protect me. 
and we will sup together king heracles were done for oh forbear good fellow call me anything but that well then dionysus oh that's worse again xanthius to the spectre ay go thy way oh master here come here oh what's up now take courage all serene and like hegelicus we now may say out of the storm there comes a new fine weather and poos is gone swear it by zeus she is swear it again by zeus again by zeus oh dear oh dear how pale i grew to see her but he from fright has yellowed me all over ha me whence fall these evils on my head who is the god to blame for my destruction azef's chamber or the foot of time a flute is played behind the scenes hist what's the matter didn't you hear it what the breath of flutes ay and a whiff of torches breathed o'er me too a very mystic whiff then crouch we down and mark what's going on chorus in the distance oh iacus oh iacus oh iacus i have it master tis those blessed mystics of whom he told us sporting hereabouts they sing the iacus which diagoras made i think so too we had better both keep quiet and so find out exactly what it is the calling forth of iacus o iacus power excelling here in stately temple dwelling o iacus o iacus come to tread this verdant level come to dance in mystic revel come whilst round thy forehead hurtles many a wreath of fruitful myrtles come with wild and saucy paces mingling in our joyous dance pure and holy which embraces all the charms of all the graces when the mystic choirs advance holy and sacred queen demeter's daughter oh what a jolly whiff of pork breathed o'er me hist and perchance you will get some tripe yourself the welcome to iacus come arise from sleep awaking come the fiery torches shaking o iacus o iacus morning star that shinest nightly lo the mead is blazing brightly age forgets its years and sadness aged knees curve it for gladness lift thy flashing torches o'er us marshal all thy blameless train lead oh lead the way before us lead the lovely youthful chorus to the marshy flowery plain the warning off of the profane all evil thoughts and profane be still far hence far hence from our choirs depart who knows not well what the mystics tell or is not holy and pure of heart who ne'er has the noble revelry learned or danced the dance of the muses high or shared in the bacchic rites which old bull-eating cretinus's words supply who vulgar coarse buffoonery loves though all untimely the jests they make or lives not easy and kind withal or kindling faction forbears to slake but fans the fire from a base desire some pitiful gain for himself to reap or takes in office his gifts and bribes while the city is tossed on the stormy deep who fort or fleet to the foe betrays or a vile theresian ships away forbidden stores from aegina's shores to epidorus across the bay transmitting ore pads and sails and tar that cursed collector of five per cents the knave who tries to procure supplies for the use of the enemy's armaments the cyclian singer who dares befoul the lady hecate's wayside shrine the public speaker who once lampooned in our bacchic feast would with heart malign keep nibbling away the comedian's pay to these i utter my warning cry i charge them once i charge them twice i charge them thrice that they draw not nigh to the sacred dance of the mystic choir but ye my comrades awake the song the night-long revels of joy and mirth which ever of right to our feast belong the start of the procession 
advance true hearts advance on to the gladsome bowers on to the sward with flowers embosomed bright march on with jest and jeer and dance full well ye've supped to-night the processional hymn to persephone march chanting loud your lays your hearts and voices raising the saviour goddess praising who vows shall still our city save to endless days whate'er thorisians will break off the measure and change the time and now with chanting and hymns adorn demeter goddess mighty and high the harvest queen the giver of corn the processional hymn to demeter o lady over our rites presiding preserve and succour thy choral throng and grant to us all in thy help confiding to dance and revel the whole day long and much in earnest and much in jest worthy thy feast may we speak therein and when we have bantered and laughed our best the victor's wreath be it ours to win call we now the youthful god call him hither without delay him who travels amongst his choirs dancing along on the sacred way the processional hymn to iacchus o oh, come with the joy of thy festival song o oh, come to the goddess o oh, mix with our throng untired though the journey be never so long o oh, lord of the frolic and dance iacchus beside me advance for fun and for cheapness our dress thou hast rent through thee we may dance to the top of our bent revelling and jeering and none will resent o lord of the frolic and dance iacchus beside me advance a sweet pretty girl i observed in the show her robe had been torn in the scuffle and lo there peeped through the tatters a bosom of snow o lord of the frolic and dance iacchus beside me advance wouldn't i like to follow one and try a little sport and dancing wouldn't i the banter at the bridge of cephasus shall we all a merry joke at arcademus poke who has not cut his guildsman yet though seven years old yet up among the dead he is demagogue and head and contrives the topmost place of the rascaldom to hold and cleisthenes they say is among the tombs all day bewailing for his lover with a lamentable whine and callias i'm told has become a sailor bold and casts a lion's hide o'er his members feminine can you tell where pluto here may dwell for we sirs are two strangers who were never here before oh then no further stray nor again inquire the way for know that ye have journeyed to his very entrance door take up the wraps my lad now is not this too bad like zeus's corinth he the raps keeps saying o'er and o'er now will your sacred dances through the glade with flowers bedight all ye who are partakers of the holy festal rite and i will with the women and the holy maidens go where they keep the nightly vigil an auspicious light to show the departure for the thriasian plain now haste we to the roses and the meadows full of posies now haste we to the meadows in our own old way in choral dances blending in dances never-ending which only for the holy the destinies array o oh, happy mystic chorus the blessed sunshine o'er us on us alone is smiling in its soft sweet light on us who strove forever with holy pure endeavour alike by friend and stranger to guide our steps aright what's the right way to knock i wonder how the natives here are wont to knock at doors no dawdling taste the door you've got remember the lion hide and pride of heracles boy boy who's there i heracles the strong oh you most shameless desperate ruffian you oh villain villain errant vilest villain who seized our cerberus by the throat and fled and ran and rushed and bolted hauling off the dog my charge but now i've got thee fast so close thee styx's inky heart of rock the blood-bedabbled peak of acheron 
shall hem thee in. The hellhounds of Kukitas prowl round thee, whilst the hundred-headed asp shall rive thy heart-strings. The Tartesian lamprey prey on thy lungs, and those Tithracian gorgons mangle and tear thy kidneys, mauling them, entrails and all, into one bloody mash. I'll speed a running foot to fetch them hither. Hello, what now? I've done it. Call the god. Get up, you laughing stock. Get up directly before you're seen. What? I get up? I'm fainting. Please dab a sponge of water on my heart. Here. Dab it, you. Where? Oh, ye golden gods, lies your heart there? It got so terrified, it fluttered down into my stomach's pit. Oh, cowardliest of gods and men. The cowardliest? I? What, I? Who asked you for a sponge? A thing a coward never would have done. What then? A coward would have lain there wallowing. But I stood up and wiped myself with all. Huh, Poseidon, quite heroic. Deed, I think so. But weren't you frightened at those dreadful threats and shoutings? Frightened? Not a bit. I cared not. Come then, if you're so very brave a man, will you be I? And take the hero's club and lion skin, since you're so monstrous plucky, and I'll be now the slave and bear the luggage. Hand them across. I cannot choose but take them. And now observe the Xantheo Heracles, if I'm a coward and a sneak like you. Nay, you are the rogue from Melite own self, and I'll pick up and carry on the traps. Oh, welcome, Heracles. Come in, sweetheart. My lady, when they told her, set to work, baked mighty loaves, boiled two or three terrines of lentil soup, roasted a prime ox whole, made rolls and honey cakes. So come along. You are too kind. I will not let you go. I will not let you. Why, she's stewing slices of juicy birds, and she's making confits, and tempering down her richest wine. Come, dear, come along in. Pray, thank her. Oh, you're jesting. I shall not let you off. There's such a lovely flute girl already, and we've two or three dancing girls also. Eh? What? Dancing girls? Young, budding virgins, freshly tired and trimmed. Come, dear, come in. The cook was dishing up the cutlets, and they are bringing in the tables. Then go you in, and tell those dancing girls of whom you spake. I'm coming in myself. Pick up the traps, my lad, and follow me. Hi! Stop! You're not in earnest just because I dressed you up in fun as Heracles. Come, don't keep fooling, Xanthias, but left and carry in the traps yourself. Why? What? You are never going to strip me of those togs you gave me. Going to? No, I'm doing it now. Off with that lion skin. Bear witness all the gods shall judge between us. Gods, indeed. Why, how could you, the vain and foolish thought? A slave, a mortal, act Alcmena's son? All right, then, take them. Maybe, if God will, you'll soon require my services again. This is the part of a dexterous, clever man with his wits about him ever. One who has travelled the world to see, always to shrift, and to keep through all close to the sunny side of the wall. Not like a pictured block to be, standing always in one position, Nay, but to veer with expedition, and ever to catch the favouring breeze. This is the part of a shrewd tactician. This is to be a Theramenes. Truly an exquisite joke twould be, him with a dancing girl to see, lolling at ease on Melissian rugs. Me, like a slave, beside him standing? Art that he wants his lordship handing, then has the damsel fairy hugs, seeing me all in fire to embrace her. He would perchance, for there no man's baser, turning him round like a lazy lout, straight on my mouth deliver a facer, knocking my ivory requirement out. Oh, Plathane, Plathane, here's that naughty man, that's he who got into our tavern once and ate up sixteen loaves. Oh, so he is, the very man. Bad luck for somebody. Oh, and besides those twenty bits of stew, half obol pieces. 
Somebody's gonna catch it. That garlic, too! Woman, you're talking nonsense. You don't know what you're saying. Oh, you thought I shouldn't know you with your buskins on. Ah, and I've not yet mentioned all that fish. No, nor the new-made cheese. He gulped it down, baskets and all, unlucky that we were. And when I just alluded to the price, he looked so fierce and bellowed like a bull. Yes, that's his way. That's what he always does. Oh, and he drew his sword and seemed quite mad. Oh, that he did. And terrified us so, we sprang up to the cockloft, she and I. Then out he hurled, decamping with the rugs. That's his way, too. But something must be done. Quick, run and call my patron Cleon here. Oh, if you meet him, call Hyperbolus. We'll pay you out today. Oh, filthy throat. Oh, how I'd like to take a stone and hack those grinders out with which you chawed my wares. I'd like to pitch you in the dead man's pit. I'd like to get a reaping hook and scoop that gullet out with which you gorged my tripe. But I'll to Cleon. He'll soon serve his writs. He'll twist it out of you today, he will. Perdition sees me, if I don't love Xantias. Aye, aye, I know your drift. Stop, stop that talking, I won't be Heracles. Ho, oh, don't say so, dear, darling Xantias. Why, how can I, a slave, a mortal, act Alcmena's son? Aye, aye, I know you're vexed, and I deserve it. And if you pummel me, I won't complain. But if I strip you of these tongs again, perdition seize me, my wife, my children, and, most of all, that blear-eyed Archidemus. That oath contents me. On those terms I take them. Now that at last you appear once more, wearing the garb that at first you wore, wielding the club and the tawny skin, now it is yours to be up and doing, glaring like mad and your youth renewing, mindful of him whose guise you are in. If, when caught in a bit of a scrape, you suffer a word of alarm to escape you, showing yourself but a feckless knave, then will your master at once undrape you. Then you'll again be the toiling slave. There, I admit you have given to me a capital hint, and the like idea, friends, had occurred to myself before. Truly, if anything good befell, he would be wanting, I know full well, wanting to take to the togs once more. Nevertheless, while in these I'm vested, ne'er shall you find me craven-crested. No, for a ditney look I'll wear. I and methinks it will soon be tested. Hark how the portals are rustling there. Seize the dog-stealer. Bind him. Pinion him. Drag him to justice. Somebody's going to catch it. Hands off. Get away. Stand back. Eh? You're for fighting. Ho! Ditlius, Skiblius, and Pardacus, come hither, quick. Fight me, this sturdy knave. Now, isn't it shame the man should strike, and he a thief besides? A monstrous shame. A regular burning shame. By the Lord Zeus, if ever I was here before, if ever I stole one hair's worth from you, let me die. And now I'll make you a right noble offer. Arrest my lad, torture him as you will. And if you find I'm guilty, take and kill me. Torture him? How? In any mode you please. Pile bricks upon him, stuff his nose with acid, flay, rack him, hoist him, flog him with a scourge of prickly bristles. Only not with this, a soft-leaved onion or a tender leek. A fair proposal. If I strike too hard and maim the boy, I'll make you compensation. I shan't require it. Take him out and flog him. Nay, but I'll do it here before your eyes. Now then, put down the traps, and mind you speak the truth, young fellow. Man, don't torture me. I am a god. You'll blame yourself hereafter if you touch me. Hello, what's that you're saying? I say I'm Bacchus, son of Zeus, a god, and he's the slave. You hear him? Hear him? Yes, all the more reason you should flog him well, for if he is a god, he won't perceive it. Well, but you say that you're god yourself, so why not you be flogged as well as I? A fair proposal. 
and be this the test whichever of us two you first behold flinching or crying out he's not the god upon my word you're quite the gentleman you're all for right and justice strip then both how can you test us fairly easily i'll give you blow for blow a good idea we're ready now see if you catch me flinching i struck you no well it seems no indeed now then i'll strike the other tell me when i struck you struck me then why didn't i sneeze don't know i'm sure i'll try the other again and quickly too good gracious why good gracious not hurt you did i no i merely thought of the diomean feast of heracles a holy man tis now the other's turn hi hi hello look at those horsemen look but why these tears there is such a smell of onions then you don't mind it mind it not a bit well i must go to the other one again oh oh hello do pray pull out this thorn what does it mean tis this one's turn again apollo lord of delos and of pytho he flinched you heard him not at all a jolly verse of hipponax flashed across my mind oh, you don't have to do it cut his flanks to pieces by zeus well thought on turn your belly here Poseidon. there he's flinching who dost reign among the Asian peaks and creeks and over the deep blue main no by demeter still i can't find out which is the god but come ye both indoors my lord himself and persephassa there being gods themselves will soon find out the truth right right i only wish you had thought of that before you gave me those tremendous wax come muse to our mystical chorus O oh, come to the joy of my song O oh, see on the benches before us that countless and wonderful throng where wits by the thousand abide with more than a cleophon's pride on the lips of that foreigner base of athens the bane and disgrace there is shrieking his kinsman by race the garrulous swallow of thrace from that perch of exotic descent rejoicing her sorrow to vent she pours to her spirit's content a nightingale's woeful lament that even though the voting be equal his ruin will soon be the sequel well it suits the holy chorus evermore with counsel wise to exhort and teach the city this we therefore now advise end the townsman's apprehensions equalize the rights of all if by Phrynichus's wrestlings some perchance sustained a fall, yet to these tis surely open, having put away their sin, for their slips and vacillations pardon at your hands to win. Give your brethren back their franchise. Sin and shame it were that slaves who have once with stern devotion fought your battle on the waves should be straightway lords and masters, yea, Plataeans fully blown not that this deserves our censure there I, I praise you there alone has the city in her anguish policy and wisdom shown nay but these of old accustomed on our ships to fight and win they their father too before them these our very kith and kin you should likewise when they ask you pardon for their single sin oh by nature best and wisest Oh, relax your jealous ire. Let us all the world as kinfolk and as citizens acquire. All who on our ships will battle well and bravely by our side. If we cocker up our city, narrowing her with senseless pride, 
now when she is rocked and reeling in the cradles of the sea here again will after ages deem we acted brainlessly and oh if i am able to scan the habits and life of a man who shall rue his iniquities soon not long shall that little baboon that cleganes shifty and small the wickedest bathmen of all who are lords of the earth which is brought from the isle of Kimelus and wrought with nitre and lye into soap not long shall he vex us i hope and this the unlucky one knows yet ventures a piece to oppose and being addicted to blows he carries a stick as he goes lest while he is tipsy and reeling some robber his cloak should be stealing often has it crossed my fancy that the city loves to deal with the very best and noblest members of her commonweal just as with our ancient coinage and the newly minted gold yea for these our sterling pieces all of pure athenian mould all of perfect dye and metal all the fairest of the fair all of workmanship unequalled proved and valued everywhere both amongst our own hellenes and barbarians far away these we use not but the worthless pinchbeck coins of yesterday vilest dye and basest metal now we always use instead even so our sterling townsmen nobly born and nobly bred men of worth and rank and metal men of honourable fame trained in every liberal science choral dance and manly game these we treat with scorn and insult but the strangers newliest come worthless sons of worthless fathers pinchbeck townsmen yellowy scum whom in earlier days the city hardly would have stooped to use even for her scapegoat victims these for every task we choose oh unwise and foolish people yet to mend your ways begin use again the good and useful so hereafter if ye win twill be due to this your wisdom if ye fall at least twill be not a fall that brings dishonour falling from a worthy tree by zeus the saviour quite the gentleman your master is gentleman i believe you he's all for wine and women is my master but not to have flogged you when the truth came out that you the slave were passing off as master he'd get the worst of that bravo that's spoken like a true slave that's what i love myself you love it do you love it i'm entranced when i can curse my lord behind his back how about grumbling when you have felt the stick and scurry out of doors oh that's jolly too how about prying Aha, that beats everything great kin god zeus and what of overhearing your master's secrets what i'm mad with joy and blabbing them abroad oh heaven and earth when i do that i can't contain myself phoebus apollo clap your hand in mine kiss and be kissed and prithee tell me this tell me by zeus our rascaldom's own god what's all that noise within what means this hubbub and row that's aeschylus and euripides eh wonderful wonderful things are going on the dead are rioting taking different sides why what's the matter there's a custom here with all the crafts the good and noble crafts that the chief master of his art in each shall have his dinner in the assembly hall and sit by pluto's side i understand until another comes more wise than he in the same art then must the first give way and how has this disturbed our aeschylus twas he that occupied the tragic chair as in his craft the noblest who does now but when euripides came down he kept flourishing off before the highwaymen thieves burglars parricides these form our mob in hades till with listening to his twists and turns and pleas and counterpleas they went mad on the man and hailed him first and wisest 
elate with this he claimed the tragic chair where aeschylus was seated wasn't he pelted not he the populace clambered out to try which of the twain was wiser in his art you mean the rascals ay as high as heaven but were there none to side with aeschylus scanty and sparse the good regards the audience the same as here and what does pluto now propose to do he means to hold a tournament and bring their tragedies to the proof but sophocles how came not he to claim the tragic chair claim it not he when he came down he kissed with reverence aeschylus and clasped his hand and yielded willingly the chair to him but now he's going says clidamides to sit third man and then if aeschylus win he'll stay content if not for his art's sake he'll fight to the death against euripides will it come off oh yes by zeus directly and then i hear will wonderful things be done the art poetic will be weighed in scales what weigh out tragedy like butcher's meat levels they'll bring and measuring tapes for words and moulded oblongs is it bricks they are making wedges and compasses for euripides vows that he'll test the dramas word by word <laughs> aeschylus chafes at this i fancy well he lowered his brows up glaring like a bull and who's to be the judge there came the rub skilled men were hard to find for with the athenians aeschylus somehow did not hit it off too many burglars i expect he thought and all the rest he said were trash and nonsense to judge poetic wits so then at last they chose your lord an expert in the art but go we in for when our lords are bent on urgent business that means blows for us oh surely with terrible wrath will the thunder-voiced monarch be filled when he sees his opponent beside him the tongster the artifice skilled stand wetting his tusks for the fight oh surely his eyes rolling fell will with terrible madness be fraught oh then will be charging of plume-waving words with their wild floating mane and then will be whirling of splinters and phrases smoothed down with the plane when the man would the grand stepping maxims the language gigantic repel of the hero creator of thought there will his shaggy-born crest upbristle for anger and woe horribly frowning and growling his fury will launch at the foe huge clamped masses of words with exertion titanic uptearing great ship-timber planks for the fray but here will the tongue be at work uncoiling word-testing refining sophist creator of phrases dissecting detracting maligning shaking the envious bits and with subtle analysis paring the lungs large labor away end of part one